Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of Stock Break, your weekly opportunity to dive into public companies as we break down their business activity, fundamentals, and potential value. I'm Josh Gilbert, market analyst at eToro, and let's get into it. This podcast is for information and education purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation, or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. This material has been prepared without taking into account any particular investment objectives or financial situation and has not been prepared in accordance with the legal and regulatory requirements to promote independent research. Past performance is not an indication of future results. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Stock Break. My name is Josh Gilbert. Today, we're going to be analyzing BAE Systems, a UK-based defense and aerospace company listed on the FTSE 100. We're here to help you understand BAE Systems' business model, how they make their money, and what's ahead for the company in a simple and short breakdown. But before we dive into BAE, if there's anything that you want covered across these stocks, please let us know. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and give us a rating. And as always, if you're listening to this in podcast format and would like to watch along with the presentation, there is a link in the bio and you can head over to YouTube to watch with the slides. And a quick reminder, as always, that this presentation is for educational purposes only and anything that we do discuss today should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. So moving on to BAE Systems, they are a global company that are engaged in the development and delivery of advanced defense, aerospace, security, and information technology in the air, on the land, and at sea. And it currently employs over 88,000 people worldwide. The company and the stock has enjoyed a very strong 12 months with shares climbing by more than 30%, hitting new record highs in that time and taking the crown in 2022 of the best performing stock on the FTSE 100. This was thanks to rising geopolitical tensions, which has seen the defense contractor benefit from increased government spending. So the big question here is after such a strong run, can this rally be sustained? And has most of the expected government spending already been priced into the stock. Well, let's find out and dive in and give you a little bit more about the company. So we'll roll it back to the history of the company and some background on BE. There is plenty of history for this company, so we won't cover it all today as, as we may be here all day, but we'll give you what you need to know. And of course, you can always Google to find out some more. The company was formed in November 1999 by £7.7 billion purchase and merger between Marconi Electric Systems, who was a defense, electronics and naval shipbuilding subsidiary of the General Electric Company, by British Aerospace, an aircraft munitions and naval systems manufacturer. So when these two companies combined, they formed uh, and they used a historic acronym from British Aerospace combined with the systems section of the partner company Marconi Electronic Systems. At the time, British Aerospace was already listed on the London Stock Exchange. So in 1999, the name was changed to BAE Systems as we know it today. At the time of the listing, BAE Systems was valued at around £5.5 billion. And in the years following its listing as BAE Systems, its performance on the London Stock Exchange has actually been pretty mixed. So we can roll it back to sort of early 2000s. The company experienced some financial difficulties due to a combination of factors, which include 
reduced defense spending and the cancellation of some major contracts. This led to a decline in the company's share price quite significantly from, you know, a peak in about 1999 uh, through to sort of the, the end of 2002 and start of 2003. However, BEA's performance picked up and improved quite significantly, as I said, in that sort of mid-2000 range. In 2006, it also continued its strong performance after it struck a deal with Saudi Arabia, signing a deal worth over £7.5 billion. Then in 2008, the company's good fortunes continued. They were included in the FTSE 100 index for the first time. And since then, BAE Systems' performance on the London Stock Exchange has been relatively strong. The company's share price has fluctuated in line with sort of broader market trends and developments in the defence sector. So a little bit like its history, BAE Systems has made a number of strategic acquisitions over the years, and it's difficult to sort of single out one acquisition as, as probably its best. However, one acquisition that I think has been particularly important for the company was its acquisition of US-based defense contractor United Defense Industries in 2005. The reason why I think this acquisition stands out the most because it helped to significantly expand BE Systems' presence in the US defense market, which is the largest defense market in the world. The acquisition of United Defense Industries also brought BE Systems several major US defense contracts, including contracts to supply armored vehicles and support services to the US Army. These contracts were invaluable to BE and helped boost revenues and position the company as a key player in the US defense industry. And why was this so important? Well, the US market now accounts for almost 50% of BAE systems revenues. So as I said, pretty significant. So now we're going to have a quick look at BAE's management. In 2020, BAE Systems announced a new strategic plan called Next Generation, which aims to position the company for future growth. This plan included focus on expanding the company's presence in high growth markets like Asia Pacific and the Middle East, as well as investing in new technologies and capabilities. The man to lead that plan is Dr. Charles Woodburn, who is CEO of BAE after taking charge in 2017, following over 20 years of international experience in senior management, senior management positions in the oil and gas industry. So let's take a look now at the performance of the stock more recently before moving on and breaking down the numbers. I mentioned earlier that the stock was a standout performer on the FTSE 100 in 2022, and it had been a very strong year, including dividends reinvested. The stock jumped by a massive 60% in 2022, making it, as I said, the standout performer and the best performing stock on the FTSE 100 in 2022. As geopolitical tensions rose, the defense contractor had benefited from increased government spending. Demand for weapons, ammunition and military equipment has soared as Britain, the United States and other allies support Ukraine and look to also shore up their own stocks due to obviously this ongoing conflict. The biggest new order was a $4.2 billion contract to build five new Type 26 fighters for the Royal Navy. The US Army was also another large customer, spending $383 million on new rocket system support services and $278 million on all-terrain combat vehicles. 
BAE said its geographical diversity underpinned its growth aspirations as it operates in countries that have increased defense spending or are planning to in order to address what it called elevated threat environment. So essentially what we're looking at here is BAE thinking that this spending will continue and that this geopolitical issues aren't going to subside anytime soon. BAE also added that contracts secured now would give it long-term growth visibility long into the future. So with the history 2022 performance out of the way, let's dive into a bit more of the nitty gritty and those numbers and, and exactly what they look like. So let's start with revenue first. And a quick reminder, as I said earlier, for those listening on the podcast, I'm going to be showing some interesting charts now. So head over to the YouTube channel to check that out. As I said, there is a link in the bio. So BAE's revenue has been slowly climbing over the last 10 years with a few drops along the way. But the, for, for the full year 2022, BAE reported £23.25 billion in revenue. Uh, this was split across six different revenue segments that include electronic systems, cyber and intelligence, platforms and services, air, maritime and HQ. The biggest growth in 2022 came from Maritime, which saw a 34% jump in revenue, thanks to the order that I mentioned before from the Royal Navy. The market expects revenue to modestly grow by 4% in 2023, after growing by 9% in 2022. Uh, now we can look at profitability, so net income. The business has been profitable for many years now, with some modest progress after over the last 10 years. Profitability did fall in 2022, however, down by 9.5% to £1.59 billion after costs grew in the year for 2022. The market is expecting profitability to pick up again in the years ahead with net income at £1.7 billion for 2023 and £1.8 billion for 2024. Looking at cash now, BAE finished the end of 2022 with just over £3 billion on their books, a 6% increase from the year before. The market expects its cash position to fall slightly, though, by 5% for the full year 2023 to £2.9 billion. Um, given that the company is profitable and does have a healthy balance sheet, as I've just mentioned there, like many other FTSE 100 companies, BAE Systems does pay a dividend. It does reward shareholders in that regard. So in 2022, its dividends per share grew by 7.5% to 27 pence. This was a yield of around 2.75% in 2022 for BAE shareholders. So pretty decent and one that has continued to grow over the years, as we can see on the charts. So we've gone from, you know, under 20 cents a share to over 27 pence a share, I should say. So now we're going to have a quick look at some key ratios and financial margins. It's important to note that if you aren't familiar with some of these ratios that we are going to mention here and you would like to know more, you can head over to the eToro Academy where we explain a lot of these ratios and margins in further detail. Uh, the first ratio we're going to look at is price to earnings. The 12 months trailing price to earnings ratio for BAE systems is 19.17 times, which is higher than where it has been in the last few years. In 2021, its price to earnings ratio fell below 10 times. You can see that this fell from 2018 and continued to fall in that time. This was due to its share price falling around 35 to 40% from that period as well. 
However, as we mentioned, it's 12 months forward price to earnings ratio is 16.6 times. That is still higher than the average for the FTSE 100, which is currently at 10.7 times. And this has left some investors believing that the stock may be slightly overvalued at current levels. <clears throat> Another important ratio for investors to look at is price to sales. This ratio shows that how much investors are willing to pay per dollar for its stock. It can often be effective in valuing growth stocks. It is calculated by the stock's last price divided by the sales per share. Currently, BAE system trades at 1.4 price to sales, which has risen a fair bit in 2023 after many years below one times. And this is slightly higher than the FTSE 100 average of 1.2 times price to sales. Now we can move on to margins. The first margin to sort of look at here is operating margins. The operating margin measures how much profit a company makes on a dollar of sales after paying for variable costs of production, such as wages and raw materials. For BAE Systems, operating margins came out at 10.3% in 2022, a number that has stayed relatively steady for BAE Systems in the last five years. But the market expects operating margins to grow by 11 to 11%, sorry, by 2024, and CEO Charles Woodburn has said that they would be expecting margin expansion in 2023. We can also look at gross margins. Gross margins were 25% in 2022, and the number the market expects this number to stay high moving forward. So now after breaking down those numbers, let's look ahead for BAE. Firstly, we'll start with some challenges that may be faced for BAE moving forward. The first one that I would probably start with is government scrutiny and competition. So let's start with the competition first. Ultimately, BAE is a player in a big space, and it is the sixth largest by arm sales as of 2021. These are American powerhouses such as Lockheed Martin. We have Boeing. We have Raytheon. This means that competition for contracts is rife, and there is only so much capital go around. So again, it's a difficult market out there. BAE systems aren't the biggest, but they do have some solid contracts, which we'll get onto in a moment. Um, on top of competition, BAE has also faced plenty of scrutiny from governments over bribery allegations. It has also faced criticism over some controversial military contracts as well. We won't get into that too much, but ultimately, you know, those types of Challenges can also be an overhang for the stock. And this raises question marks over the company's ethics and reputation, which then leads us on nicely into the company's ECG rating. ECG is obviously a very important factor these days, and, and this is a challenge in itself because BAE Systems has a low ECG rating. This can be viewed you know, as, as negative by some investors. And, and for those that want to check out ECG ratings, you can head over to eToro where each company has its ECG rating. In our retail investor beat survey, uh, which asked 10,000 retail investors questions, 62% of respondents said that they consider ECG factors before investing. That's a huge number. And retail investors are increasingly looking for greater transparency on the sustainability impacts of their investments. So a low ECG rating in this current environment is obviously going to be something that investors will be looking at. We can also look at technology disruption as well. This industry is under, undergoing a rapid transformation with the emergence of new technologies such as artificial, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and cyber warfare. BAE systems will have to adapt 
and innovate to stay ahead of these changes. So I've put this here as, as a challenge, but this can also be a positive as well. If BAE can continue to develop and can continue to stay ahead with these new technologies, then this could also be a huge opportunity in the future. So now some of the opportunities that lie ahead for BAE moving forward. So the first is spending. First and foremost, geopolitical tensions are rife across the world currently, and governments continue to ramp up their military spend, and global spending on defense continues to stay near record highs and only climbing. This creates a great opportunity for BEE systems, as it means that the potential for larger contracts, growing revenue, and potentially greater profitability. So that is something that is clearly the, the key standout here. Countries are continuing to bolster up their military strength, in response to what is, you know, a continuing deteriorating, you know, geopolitical environment. And ultimately, it doesn't look like these are going to be sort of improving in the near future as well. So that is, again, going to continue to be a huge opportunity for BAE. So the next opportunity is a stable base of customers. With any business, a constant revenue stream is critical for continued growth, but also supporting the business's top and bottom line. Government, defense departments rarely cancel contracts and are usually often very reliable. So these factors mean that BAE system should be able to grow its business and maintain healthy profit margins. Ultimately, the need for countries to protect their borders and their citizens is increasing, and that should ensure a stable income for the company long into the future. And finally, the company has a full order book and a strong backlog of orders. So given, as we've mentioned, the global sort of security is uncertain, BAE has won many other huge contracts this year against the backdrop. So in January, it secured a new order for mortar systems from the Swedish army, expected to start service in 2025. In February, it began construction of the third Dreadnought class nuclear submarine which is due to enter service in 2030. And in March, it won a key role in the nuclear submarines to be provided to Australia as well. So in total, it has an order book worth 48.9 billion and a backlog worth nearly 60 billion according to the company's 2022 results. Their pipeline of opportunities remains strong with continued demand for BAE systems capabilities. So between a full order book, rising global spending on defense and a stable customer base, BAE systems looks to be in a strong place. And so the next section to look at is the valuation. This is going to be our final section to, to look at before we get on to our summary. This is the projections and consensus from analysts moving over a five-year period. Again, this can help you to build your own valuation here. Again, it's important to note that projections and consensus from analysts may not always come to fruition. They're based on sort of current models, and obviously in the next five years, there's plenty that can change. We could see lower geopolitical tensions or we can see rising geopolitical tensions, which obviously will see these numbers change. But obviously analysts are trying to sort of put their best numbers forward here to sort of predict what is ahead for BAE. Again, to, to sort of view this chart, head over to, to YouTube to have a look at these numbers. So here you can sort of play around with the price to earnings ratio, along with the earnings per share normalized. You can then work out some valuation techniques there as well. So for example, if we look at the earnings per share expected to rise to 60 pence 
in 2023, expected to rise to 65 pence in 2024. So looking at about 7.5% growth and 9.5% growth over the next couple of years. So just something to, to sort of really have a look at here and something for you to consider when looking at BAE. So let's wrap it up. A bit of a summary now and some of the key takeaways here for you. So firstly, I think the first one is you know, BAE is coming off the back of a strong year, which it was the best performing stock on the FTSE 100 in 2022, thanks to increased government spending. So, you know, the focus on 2023 and 2024 is if that performance can continue. And given that performance, its valuation has risen a fair bit. So that does raise a question mark over the stock if it is currently overvalued. And if earnings don't grow promisingly, then the stock may continue to, to look even more overvalued as we move forward. So valuation may come in to question. Uh, the future does look good for BEE systems, with governments continuing to ramp up their spending amid geopolitical tensions. And this means that continued steady contracts should continue. But that does mean that its ECG rating is poor. You know, continued work with, you know, military arms, ammunition, etc., is not good on an ECG scoring. And this could discourage investors moving forward. Technical technological advancements from AI to cyber warfare means that BAE has to stay at the top of its game with competition in the space from Lockheed Martin to Boeing, you know, continuing to increase. So it's going to be a really difficult couple of years for BAE, but it's it's worth you know noting that they seem to be up to the challenge, and you know finally its order book is impressive and shows a healthy line of business as well as continued demand for BAE's capabilities, which should lead them strong into the future. Uh, so that's it for BAE Systems. Hopefully, we've given you everything that you need to know for the stock. Let us know in the comments what you think of BAE and what you think is ahead for the defense giant. Remember, if you like today's episode, to share, subscribe, give us a like. And always, if there's a stock that you want to know, uh, let us know in the comments. Um, thanks for listening, uh, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, use eToro.com. 